Aloha and welcome to the FitMom MD podcast. In today's episode, Jenny gives some ideas for how to make healthy choices when on vacation. Hey there, it's Jenny. Welcome back to the FitMom MD podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am actually coming to you live from Kauai, my favorite place where we headed for the week just to relax and enjoy some family time. Um, And you're probably wondering, you know, why are you recording this podcast on vacation, Jenny? But the thing is that today the weather is not the greatest. It's a little gray and cloudy. We actually got all packed up to go to the beach and walked up there and then a storm hit. And so we dragged the kids back to the car and had some lunch and little bit of pool time as the clouds broke, but there's not a lot that we want to do out in the soggy rain. So I, uh, the kids are resting and relaxing a bit, which they need because we had a long, fun pool day in the sun yesterday and they were up early today. And I am just grabbing a few minutes to record this for you before we get back to family time. So I was trying to decide on a topic for this week and I thought something related to travel would make the most sense. So I put a poll on my Instagram stories and it looks like the most popular answer was uh, to hear about how I eat healthy when I travel. So that's what we're gonna chat about today. The second highest vote I think was about how I manage the budget when we travel, how we, where we decide where to splurge and where to save. And so if you want, I will chat about that topic next week. But first, let's just talk a little bit about food on vacation because this is such a big topic. Um, And it's something that I've really worked on and found a good system that works for me. I started this health journey actually eight years ago, which is crazy to do the math on that. And in that time, I have traveled a lot with my kids, without my kids, for work, um, for fun, internationally. And so I've got a few tips to share with you guys and I also want to talk a little bit about your mindset with travel food because I think so much of this really begins with mindset just like anything in life I suppose okay so since mindset is the most important piece let's start with that first the first thing about mindset is not to have an all-or-nothing perspective so it's not like you go on vacation and suddenly all the rules are off you you know you just flip a switch and suddenly you don't think anything about what you eat you just you know enjoy whatever delicious option comes before you at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You have extra snacks uh, and you just kind of say, oh, you know, I'm off the wagon. And if you know me, you know I hate that phrase, off the wagon. This is a lifestyle. This is not a wagon and you're going to have travel and you're going to have vacations. And so you've got to learn to not just flip it off and flip it on, but rather to be smart in any different situation that you come across. This is really important because not only will it set you back in terms of your weight loss goals if you just go completely off track and don't think about anything for the week, but it will be so much harder to get back on track when you return to normal life, okay? And the other thing is that when we go completely off track with our nutrition, often we don't feel great. We have less energy, we may have GI issues. It's much harder to fully enjoy your travels if you're eating things that are very heavy and dense and unhealthy for you, okay? so. You just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to ignore all of those things while you're gone. And I don't say this to say that you can't have fun and you can't have treats and you can't have splurges. I'm just saying, don't be all or nothing. Pay attention. That's the bottom line. Pay a little bit of attention while you're gone. Be smart about it. I'll give you some specific examples here, 
But if you do that, you will not go so far off track that you will have difficulty getting it back after you're done. And along those lines, when you're paying attention, I want you to pay more attention to what you're eating at your meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, routinely through the week than you do to the treats that you choose. I think so often it's easy to focus on, I had that Mai Tai or I had that pie or whatever the case may be, and A, we think, oh, that's really gonna set me back when it's typically only one small choice out of a whole day full of choices. It's probably not having as great an impact as you think. And B, then that one choice maybe makes you think, oh, I might as well just stop paying attention and eat whatever I want because I already messed up and I've been having too many treats on this trip already. But if you really focus more on just making wise choices throughout the day and allow yourself to have some splurges in moderation and don't get yourself get beating up and feel like you have to be all or nothing as soon as it happens, you'll be much better off. So it's not all or nothing. Make sure that you pay more attention to what you eat throughout the day rather than the treats here and there. And finally, remember that food is not your only source of fun or even your primary source of fun. And it certainly shouldn't be. I mean, I love food as much as the next person. A delicious dinner with my husband is amazing to me. I'll get the tasting menu, I'll get the wine pairings, right? I'll get the dessert. I'm not saying I don't enjoy food, but I also have worked really hard to not think of food as my primary source of fun or joy or how I deal with sadness or loneliness or boredom or any of those things. Food is an inanimate object and we put a lot of pressure on food when we assume that it needs to be the source of all these things in our lives. You're on vacation, you have family time, you have entertainment, you have opportunities to relax that you don't normally have. You have many sources of joy to find on your trip other than what you're eating. Okay, so let's talk about some specific things that I do when I travel to make that mindset easier to adhere to. So first of all, water. Water is so important for weight loss, and not only that, but traveling, I always feel dehydrated. So I bring an insulated water bottle that fits into my carry-on, because I prefer my water to be very cold, preferably with ice. As soon as I get to a hotel room, I fill up the ice bucket and I am constantly having ice water available to me. As soon as I get through uh, airport security, I'm taking that empty water bottle and filling it up so I have water on the plane. Um, So that's the first thing. The next thing I do is I make sure I pack tons of healthy snacks and even meals that I can use. So for me, I happen to partner with a company that has a daily shake that can work as a great meal. It has protein, antioxidants, uh, superfoods, probiotics, all that good stuff. It's chocolate, so I bring a bunch of packets of that shake. Um, And then I bring a shaker cup so that I can easily shake it up with water and ice in the airport, in my hotel room. I can bring a travel blender and make that. It makes a great breakfast or snack. It's actually been shown to decrease cravings, so that helps me because I get a chocolate treat. So that's a great option. You can always contact me if you want more about that, but um, if you don't have that, that's fine. I also have healthy protein bars that I bring. Lara bars are a great option. Bring packets of nuts. Um, I often get these things before I go because it's so much cheaper than trying to buy these healthy things in the airport. But if you are in the airport and you need to buy something, you know, grab a Lara bar, grab a kind bar, grab some nuts. A lot of times now in the airport, you can even find like little packages of hard boiled eggs or cheese um, and fruit or things like that. So make sure you're stocked up on healthy snacks and meals and don't stock a bunch, uh, this sounds obvious, don't stock a bunch of chips and candy because you're gonna eat that when you're on the plane and you're in a moment of desperation. I've been there myself. Uh, So that's the next thing. The third thing that I do is I generally plan to have one big treat or splurge per day. 
So it doesn't mean that I have my whole trip planned out because I often don't know what that's gonna be. But I just, as I said before, I pay attention. So if I know we're going to have a big dinner that we've reserved somewhere on Thursday night, then I will eat a very healthy and minimal breakfast and lunch. And I won't have a bunch of treats or drinks throughout the day. I'll sort of plan to enjoy that event to the fullest, right? Or if let's say we go out to breakfast and I decide that the macadamia nut French toast looks amazing and I wanna have that and I wanna top it with a bunch of syrup and I know that we're probably gonna have drinks by the pool later, I'm not going to plan to eat a lunch and dinner that are splurges. So if we end up eating out for lunch or dinner, which we might, because whoever I'm with may want to eat out, maybe I'll just choose a salad for dinner or I'll swap out some veggies for the carb that comes with my dinner option because I know I've sort of already maxed out my carbs with an earlier meal. And it does help that I follow a general system for plating my food and balancing out my proteins and carbs and veggies in my regular life. So it's relatively easy for me to sort of eyeball meals and restaurants and know how they fit into that plan. And so I generally try to follow that same plan unless I'm splurging with the intention for that to be my big treat for the day. And again, this is not like a hard and fast rule, like I'm beating myself up if I have the macadamia nut French toast, and then later we go and get ice cream, right? I might enjoy both, that's fine. I'm just paying attention. That means then that day I definitely would be thoughtful about my lunch and my dinner. Or I might not have an extra glass of wine before bed with Kevin or things like that. The other thing I do is that I'm very much true to myself. So if I'm traveling with other people and they want to go out and have a splurge of some kind, that it's not really that delicious to me, that where I'm not gonna fully enjoy it or think it's worth the calories, I do not get peer pressured into doing it. My family will tell you this, they will be eating ice cream bars or something that doesn't sound good to me and I will sit there and watch them eat that. And I'm totally okay with that. Now later, when they go get fresh baked chocolate chip cookies, I will be eating one of those. But I just choose what I want and I let the rest go. And I kind of think of it like if I had an allergy, no one would force me to eat something I was allergic to. So I don't really owe anyone an explanation of what I choose to eat or not eat um, based on what I enjoy or what meets my goals. Okay, so now that we've established that we're going to enjoy our treats and splurges in moderation and the rest of the day we're gonna mostly stay on track, how do we mostly stay on track the rest of the day? Definitely easier said than done when you're traveling and you may not have all of your usual you know, comforts of home with your kitchen, you may be eating out a lot, I totally get that. So here are the specific strategies that I've been using. First of all, I try to get a place within a kitchen, like an apartment with a kitchen or an Airbnb with a kitchen. Particularly with kids, this is such a lifesaver because also I don't really want to be spending a bunch of money to take my kids out to eat three meals a day when all they want to eat is macaroni and cheese. <laughs> anyway, that's a whole nother topic. But so if you have a kitchen, then you can stop at a grocery store or Costco or something and pick up some staples so that you can have some really healthy meal options ready to go. For example, when I stopped at Costco when we arrived here in Hawaii, I bought things like oatmeal, Greek yogurt, fresh fruit for breakfast, and then salad mix and pre-bagged salads are a really great option. And then a protein source to go with the salad for lunch. In this case, because we're trying to be more plant-based, I got some beans that are ready to eat and you just put on top of the salad that they had pre-packaged there. But you could also do like chicken or things like that. And then I bought a few different healthy dips like an almond-based dip and a guacamole and a bunch of veggies like carrots and bell peppers and cucumbers that can be sliced up and dipped in there. Then of course for dinners, you can do things like getting chicken to grill up and make uh, 
tacos or other Mexican food. Mexican food is super easy to make low carb and healthy um, by substituting vegetables and lettuce and things like that for the tortillas and the chips. You can get steaks, grill up steaks and have a side veggie that you grill up. A lot of places here in Hawaii have barbecue, so that's super easy. Um, you can barbecue up chicken. You can do burgers or turkey burgers or beyond burgers, depending what you like. And then, you know, you can get buns for the people that you're with, but you can just grab like a big leaf of lettuce, like a, a head of lettuce and use that to make a lettuce wrap. So many different ways that you can travel and enjoy food and stay on track if you have a kitchen and a barbecue on hand. So that is worth, really, really worth the money. This is a whole nother topic, but I'm telling you with kids, it's definitely worth the money to get a place with a kitchen. Now, if you don't have a kitchen or you happen to be eating out at a meal, that's no problem, you can make that work too. Breakfast, super easy. Look for the side of the menu that's more of the savory things like the veggies, the omelets, um, the eggs, things like that, that are higher in protein and lower in carbs. Kind of try to avoid things like French toast, pancakes, all that kind of stuff, uh, unless it's gonna be your splurge meal. Another great option is like oatmeal and fresh fruit. Yogurt and fruit is a really great option. For lunches, of course, anywhere that has salad is great because you can build your own and you know exactly what's going in there or you can look at the menu for the salad and make sure it's not full of things that are very carb heavy. You can ask for your uh, dressing on the side. Another great option is places where you build your own. So like pokey bowl places where you can build your own or burrito bowl places. And, and this is where having a plan or a system before you go on vacation helps a lot because, because I know which options on the list of pokey bowl ingredients or burrito bowl ingredients are more carb, more unhealthy, more protein, whatever, I can actually really pick and choose and make sure that I am controlling the amount of carbs that I'm eating and getting enough protein and getting enough veggies. And that's very easy for me to do because I'm used to doing that in my regular life. So you do wanna have a system that you understand, but if you have that system, then building your own makes it very easy. Just as an example, before I knew all these things about these systems, when I made a burrito bowl, I might've included rice and beans and chips, but those, it turns out, are all mostly carbs, and so I have to be really judicious about those and not just eat all of those things, and then I might actually now ask for extra veggies or extra salsa uh, or things like that and fewer carbs, but you have to know what you're looking for. And I think most of the time people think they know what is the healthy option, but if you don't have a really good system to follow, you're probably not quite getting it as right as you think you are, <laughs> particularly if you're having trouble losing weight. Now, if you end up eating out for dinner and you don't want it to be a big splurge meal, that again is no problem. There's often really good salads on menus, especially when you're traveling. So choose a salad, add some protein, make that kind of fun, have a glass of wine with your salad and call it good rather than having a big, you know, full course meal with all the, all the extras. Um, often restaurants will let you, if you get a meal that has sides, you can swap out your side dishes for vegetables instead of things with carbs. Don't put your hand in the bread basket, keep the bread basket away from you because that's an easy place to just, you know, kind of eat mindlessly while you're waiting for your food to come. So get that out of the way. Um, again, if you're at a place where there are burgers, again, you can ask for a lettuce wrap or you can, if you do get a bun, just take off the top half of the bun and eat, you know, and then you're getting half as many carbs, but you're still getting lots of protein um, with that. And then maybe get some veggies on the side of that. 
I've even when I've been out at say a Thai restaurant, I've been able to look through their menu and find a really yummy sauce and then ask them to put that over veggies for me instead of having it put over rice when I wanted to be really on track. So sure, would it taste better over rice? Probably, but again, if my goal at that meal is to be on track and eat for fuel, and then I have room to really fully enjoy my treat the next day or whatever, then that choice is okay with me. It doesn't taste bad, it's just maybe not the number one most tasty thing that I see on the menu. And the key is we have to stop thinking that every single opportunity for food is an opportunity to eat the single best, most tasty thing on the menu, because that's not always what our body actually needs for fuel, and that's not always what's going to result in us feeling and looking our best going forward. All right, so I've given you a lot of advice, but I have to say this last piece of advice is the most important. When you get home, you have to get right back on track. I don't care what happened. Put the past in the past. I don't care if you ignored all my advice and you were gone for 14 days and you ate all the things and you drank all the things and it feels like you'll never get back on track again and you feel frustrated with yourself or whatever the case may be. If you simply put that behind you and accept it and move on and do the right thing going forward, you'll be fine. It's kind of like that new movie, Frozen 2. Just do the next right thing, okay? And the thing is, this is easier said than done because so many of us are perfectionists and we're used to this all or nothing thinking. And so we get in the spiral of, I messed up, I'm never gonna be able to do this. Oh, I've been so bad for so long, I might as well just wait till summer's over, until the new year, until I can get a fresh start. And the fact is, that's not the way life works. There's never a perfect moment, there's never a fresh start. There's not on the wagon and off the wagon. There is simply moving forward and doing the best you can and accepting that in your journey, you're gonna have moments where you're more or less on track. And as long as you're staying on the journey and not giving up, you will see progress. And to be honest, some of these thoughts are like a little bit of a cop-out that our brain is giving us, right? Because it's like much easier to say, oh, I was so bad, I might as well just give up. And then you don't have to actually do the hard work of getting past those cravings and getting back on the scale and not letting your emotions rule and just being sort of thoughtful and persistent about the process. That's actually harder, but if you can do that work and get your mindset right, it is so rewarding and you will see lasting change if you do that. And I'll be honest, you know, I think part of the reason that people don't get back on track is, well, one, because again, they don't have a system that they know to follow, so they don't know how to exactly get themselves back on track. They're just sort of guessing and saying, I think I'm eating right. But the other thing is a lot of times they don't have a good supportive community of people who are there to support them in that decision. And so that's why I think it's so important to have these, that's why I do these groups and that's why I coach people because I know for me, when I first started, it was so valuable to have a group of like-minded women that I could check in with online when I got back and they helped me get back on track no matter what had happened when I was traveling. Okay, so tons of information and tips there. I hope that it doesn't feel overwhelming to you, but rather feels like you have some great takeaways that you can implement in your own life the next time that you're traveling. If you want any more information about the systems that I use to think about my food, my proteins, my veggies, my carbs, any of the products I use to help me stay on track, or if you simply just want to be a part of our fitness community so you have that extra support uh, so that you can stay on track through the ups and downs of life and reach your goals, I am here. There's a link to apply for my groups and coaching below in the description, or of course you can always email me, jenny at fitmommd.com. And I know I have a few of you who are so loyally following along here, and I greatly appreciate that. If you do want to connect with me about this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to email me and let me know what tips you found most helpful. Um, Also, let me know any topics you'd like me to discuss in a future podcast. And even better, if you want to leave me a 
rating or a review here on the podcast app. That is so helpful to me and I truly appreciate and read every one of those. With that, I am going to head back to vacation mode with these kiddos and hope this Hawaiian rain passes quickly. I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to the FitMomMD podcast. You can find out more at FitMomMD.com. Subscribe to our podcast to see what Jenny has in store for us next week.